The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning. Welcome to this Wednesday morning and the opportunity to be in God's Word again for a few minutes. We're glad you're with us. Whether you're watching this live, watching it later, or listening to it in an audio format, uh, we greatly appreciate the chance you've given to us to be part of your day. Uh, we are still in Ephesians, uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, we just finished a section between chapter 5 and 6 talking about marriage and family and all those different responsibilities, great opportunities, different responsibilities. And now we roll into a scenario that it's, it can be one of the more difficult circumstances. One of the things that I think, especially when you read the Pauline epistles and he's speaking to the church more than even John in the book of Revelation, a lot, much of the New Testament books written to the church are teaching us to live what I've come to call a counterculture Christianity. Uh, the world today, it's thinking what it accepts, what is okay to them, um, is just not always what the Bible says. And today we are definitely going to see a section of Scripture that I believe absolutely fits that truth, that the world sees what we're going to look at very differently than God sees what we're going to look at. So let's go ahead and read the verses we're going to look at today, down in verse number 5, Ephesians 6, verse 5. Servants, be obedient to them that are your master according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, and singleness of your heart, not as un, or as unto Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. With goodwill, service, as to the Lord, and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And ye masters, do the same thing unto them, forbearing, um, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven, neither is there any respecter of persons with him. So really what we're seeing now, in this situation, he's referencing servants, and he's referencing bond or free. And obviously there's a level talking about somewhat of slavery back in those days. Now, there's a, it's, it is a little different than what we saw. And, and by the way, if you were to go through and look at the history of America and just look through Scripture, even the aspect of Old Testament, you're going to find that what we saw in that area is just unbiblical. All right, so please understand that. God is not referencing this and saying that what we recognize in our country was okay. There was a time that, you know, Paul calls himself a bond servant, things of that nature. Many people became a servant because they wanted to move to a different place, get in a better spot, and they would move or work for somebody to pay off a debt, and then they can move on with their life. Sometimes they would just choose to stay there for the rest of their life. So, but in some circumstances, you're going to find that they were bond they, or they were not free or whatever it would be. What he's doing is he's taking a situation that in this situation probably was created okay and history, human history has tainted it. By the way, anytime you hand a circumstance, situation that God is designed to be a certain way and you put man in it, man's going to corrupt it because that's who we are. We really need the grace of God not to do that. We see that in families. We see that sometimes in church, especially in government. It's easy to do that. So... When you look at this, what we can naturally do is say, I don't even like the context, I'm not gonna listen. So let me give you really what the context is here. It's not really about the good or bad of, of the picture here. What you're seeing is he says, no matter what circumstance you find yourself in as a boss, you're working for masters. So it's your boss, people above you that pay you, you should work well for them. Now, let me tell you what I believe when I said the culture's a problem today. My opinion, all right? This is my opinion. I, and post-COVID's make this worse. Post-COVID, people have a hard time getting employees to come to work. And so if somebody 
If they hire somebody and that person's a really bad employee, they're still highly unlikely to let them go because they don't have anybody to replace them with. It doesn't seem no matter how much they pay. So we live in a day that's gotten worse recently where you can kind of be as lazy as you want, not a hard worker, and you say, well, as long as I get paid, it doesn't matter. Can I tell you, while that, the world seems to be fine with that, that's not pleasing to God. So he describes this. Right? Be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh. When we mean according to flesh is, humanly speaking, who are above you in authority. Because with fear and trembling and singleness of heart, I said to Christ, why does he say singleness if your heart is into Christ? Don't be pulled aside by all of the battles, all the th- reasons you don't want to obey those in authority over you, those that you, that your bosses, your managers, and they're in there, and probably not the best or whatever it is. Uh, you say, I don't want to, your mind goes crazy. Keep your mind focused on the fact that you're not doing this just to get a paycheck, and you're not doing this just to please that boss. Frankly, you're not doing that for that reason at all. The Bible tells us whether therefore we eat or drink or whatsoever we do, do all to the glory of God, and that includes your job. You're doing it for the honor and glory of God. So that means when you obey a bad manager or a bad boss, you're still doing it to honor God. And so that is our responsibility. Our testimony to God is more important. So here's what I'm telling you. When you go to work and you may be surrounded by the laziest people there, make your place better. Do your job the best. So, well, I end up doing all the work, I end up doing all of this. Do, do your best. Do your best because ultimately that's what God's watching. You say, well, I'll do it once I get a raise. I'll do it this. And I understand the human thinking behind this. Can I encourage you? If your thinking at work is to please God, and that is, the, is one of the core things that drives you in life, you're not going to be consumed with how the people at work treat you because generally speaking, you know, I remember before I, when I was at college, and I worked at I worked in, in McDonald's. I worked at Burger King for a while, Chick Fil A for a while throughout high school, um, different jobs. All before I finally graduated college and got into ministry. And I remember I called my dad, just annoyed and frustrated over sometimes the incompetence in management or the frustration of the job. And I remember my dad telling me, he's like, "Well, this is definitely one great way." to remind you, you don't want to do this for the rest of your life. Get the degrees, you don't have to do that. Tell that to my kids. My, my two younger ones work at McDonald's. And I say, they come home sometimes, and I'm like, just remember the frustration you're feeling now so that you remind yourself you don't want to be here 10 years from now. This is not the end. This is just a, a chance to make money to get you to that end. I, my older son, the same thing. He works in retail. Easy to do that. That's, that's the mindset. Now, you say, well, I may be working harder than others. Yes, but my, if my mindset is to please God in all that I do, that will roll into work. And it won't matter what anyone else is doing because I'm doing it to please God. And if I please God, it doesn't matter what the management says. You say, that just doesn't make sense. Mm, yes and no. If my, my goal is to honor God in everything I do, including work, as we see here, then I'm going to try my best and do my best. And yes, sometimes feels like I'm not getting everything I, sh- I deserve, but I'm still going to do my best because I want to please God. He says in verse 6, we're to do with, with not with eye service or men pleasers, not just to be seen by others, but as the servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. I'm doing it to please God with good will, doing service as to the Lord, not to Men, catch this, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man receiveth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bound or free. God is watching. He will reward and he will take care of you for this. But then he finishes this with a very important piece of instruction in verse 9. Ye masters, ye bosses, ye managers, those who be over others, do the same thing unto them, forbearing, threatening, or not being threatening, knowing that your master also in heaven 
that your master also is in heaven, neither is there any respect or person with him. Treat people well with respect. Now, I think that means place an expectation to do well, but treat them well. Don't be overbearing, don't be harsh, and, and, and place an expectation, but give them grace. Treat them with the respect they deserve, what you want from God, but treat them as you hope Christ would. Treat them with respect. Don't be, don't be lazy as a boss. Don't expect more from them than you expect from yourself. Lead by example as somebody in a place of authority that you can earn. Yeah, your position has respect, but you earn that respect in your own self as well. Can I tell you, we live in a day where, especially 2022, post-COVID, customer service is kind of just kind of disappearing off the face of the earth. You know, you, you drop your car off at the mechanic, you have an appointment, and a day and a half later, they haven't even looked at it yet, and they think, what's wrong with that? No big deal. You go in to buy some food an hour later, they haven't brought it to you, or so we just haven't gotten to it yet. They don't even think about apologizing anymore, because today, well, we're just behind. You're gonna have to learn to accept it. And it can become frustrating. And uh, so let me encourage you, when you find yourself in the position where you're do, being doing the work, or just do your best, because to honor God. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because we know God is watching. And that is what we strive to honor God. And then I believe God will honor us. God will bless us as we strive to keep him first even in this. Well, again, thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to be part of your day. We hope it's a help. I know this one's a bit of a challenge again, but it's encouraging us to remember that it's not about anybody else but God and let God take care of the details. Again, thanks for joining us today. We hope you join us again tomorrow.